Hello and welcome to the Michael Mama Show. I'm your host, Michael Mamas, and we're coming to you from a finally sunny today, Mount Soma, uh, home of the Sri Sameshra Temple in the mountains of Western North Carolina. We had snow for a couple of days. The nice thing about these mountains is in a few days, uh, all the snow will be gone. So you, so you get a nice blast of snow and you enjoy uh, that winter weather. And then, you know, a few days later, you can be outside in a light T-shirt or even a, or maybe a sweatshirt. Okay. So uh, I think we need to take a step back. There's so much going on in the world. I think we need to take a step back and look at so many things that are going on uh, that are important. Uh, and they're not really dealt with or they're just kind of mentioned. And then, you know, in the news and that, people are more caught up with, you know, Hunter Biden and uh, 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 President Biden's doc, uh, classified documents in his garage by his Corvette or uh, Donald Trump's classified documents in his basement. I don't think we even want to get into it. I mean, we could talk about, you know, well, what about Obama had all kinds of classified documents, like yada, yada, yada. It doesn't matter really in the larger scheme of things. I mean, yeah, it's relevant, but what about the, the bigger issues, the more important issues that basically go unseen? And uh, so we're just going to mention that just lightly in the very beginning here. Um, but then we're going to look at some of the other things in the course of human events uh, that are so huge in comparison, uh, but neglected. And not only that they're neglected, and we'll mention what some of them are, but also why they're neglected, you know? Uh, and I think it's a very interesting study. Um, You know, right now, some of the events that are going on, like there's a, basically a civil war going on in Mexico. And uh, uh, the cartels are trying to overthrow the government. And then the CIA is funding some of the cartels to fight the other cartels that are more powerful because it's the more powerful cartels that are trying to overthrow the Mexican government. I mean, I've seen that mentioned in the news, but nowhere near to the extent that it's really relevant. Also, the rebellion in Brazil and how the United States and China, interestingly enough, both put this guy, who I understand is next felon, uh, into office, corrupt. And uh, uh, the really rightful president of Brazil lost. And now there's an uprising in Brazil because everybody knows the whole thing was a hoax and they're upset about it. Uh, that's huge. Uh, Brazil is the only foothold in South America now that um, uh, has any, you know, real chance at democracy. So we'll see what happens there. Um, Russia and China are working together to try to create a gold-based currency to displace the U.S. dollar as the currency of international trade. If that's happened, the U.S. is devastated. Uh uh, I don't want to get into the economics here, uh, but nevertheless, know that that is a major thing. Um, 
Ukraine, Ukraine is in shambles. Russia is winning. You'll see on the news other things, but the truth is Russia is winning if you can call that winning. Uh, Ukraine has been devastated and, and that whole thing is a mess. The vaccines, the COVID vaccines, that's another fiasco. Uh, and it's really interesting. And, and this is really the, the point here is that we have these mindsets and we're not much interested in um, looking beyond them. We react with a, actually a violent, almost knee-jerk reaction. Uh, but if you l listen to, just as using COVID as one example of all these different things, but COVID is one example, there are great scholars, great authorities in the field that are saying, you know, COVID is causing blood clots and now we're seeing blood clots and the statistics are there and we're seeing it in young, healthy people that have been vaccinated. Uh, and you can't say anything. Uh, and and the, the media has got its grips so deeply entrenched in the mentality of humanity that you just can't get through with these things. Uh, the pesticides that are being used, there are technologies where we could fertilize. Scotty, I think you know more about this than I do, but there are technologies that um, can be used to facilitate the growth of crops and everything that aren't so detrimental to the land. Um, yeah, we know just, some people that are have been trying for years, but They've been fighting with Monsanto and some of the others, and also yeah. Again, it's the it's the big corporations that just step on the whole thing. The technology is there. Well, um, and most of the raw materials and everything are coming from like places like Ukraine for it. Yeah. So there's a there's a huge shortage of actual even the bad fertilizer right now. Yeah. So. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, the whole thing with the genetic engineering and the problems that that's causing and the, and the potential problems that just intuitively so many people are like, that can't be good to go in there and slice up the DNA. Uh, Long-term studies, of course, haven't been done because that technology hasn't been available that long, but yet they're proceeding to do it to all the, all the crops, corn and everything else. It's the whole thing is just a mess, you know? Um, Global warming. Do you know the, the, the only research that's being funded in the universities now, the only way you can get a grant is if you're doing a study that support, supports the notion of, of uh, human beings causing global warming. Uh, aside from the, whether or not that's true, if it's true or if it's not true, nevertheless, research should be open to, to explore the whole field from both sides, but it's not. It's not. Um, and so what is it? You know, I, I heard a very interesting, I believe, you know, from Christ. I mean, how do you know what Christ really said when he, you know, all this stuff was written down for 400 years after he was crucified? But, but uh, the quote is really beautiful. He says, uh, we have to be made new in the attitude of our mind. That's a great quote, you know. Uh, to be righteous and holy. Of course, 
the problem with righteous and holy is what Christ probably meant. I'm sure he meant, I just feel that way. Uh, uh, and how it's interpreted uh, can be two different things. Uh, what he was talking about there is people have to align with natural law, their own true nature, uh, uh, the unified field, uh, uh, the Veda, meaning nature itself, uh, Chaitanya, Bhavati um, Tam, you know, all these different Sanskrit terms. Uh, and, and in that context, it's such a beautiful quote. We need to be made new in attitude of our mind. And by and large, um, and we've talked about this, the whole indoctrination of the mind and attitude and mentalities and who captures the mind. You know, that's the problem. You know, Bell, Bell, I don't know if you know Bell's, you know Bell's theorem, Scotty Bell's theorem is the idea that two electrons, you know, no matter how far apart they are, when one changes, the other instantaneously changes. And there was really basically one um, experiment that was done to support that. And now it's coming out that that experiment can be explained in terms of pure, basic Newtonian classical physics. You don't need these elaborate quantum mechanical theories and stuff. It's, it was a classical phenomenon, not a quantum mechanical one. And it all had to do with the angle of the filters. And, you know, we don't need to get into that, but just know that it can be explained, but, and it's been presented, but I mean, just imagine if you're a physicist that's in, invested your entire career into Bell's theorem, and then all of a sudden, some simple little classical, really high school mathematics, trigonometry explanation um, refutes everything you've been doing. And then the Big Bang and, and this idea that uh, there are all kinds of galaxies out there, much older than the Big Bang could possibly allow for. Uh, and again, Physicists have invested their whole career, their whole life into this thing, so they don't let it go that easily. And we're like that in so many things that just are across the board. Uh, politics, Democrats versus Republicans, um, uh, Russia versus Ukraine, China versus the United States. Um, it, it goes on and on about how people are dug in to their worldview, to their perspective. And that's what they um, believe. That's what they support. That's what they attempt to impose upon other people. Uh, and whoever has control of the media uh, and, and, you know, social media and all that is the one that controls the minds of the people and the people buy into it. And once they buy into it, then their heels are dug in and you get nowhere. Um, uh, Somebody made an interesting comment to me just, I think it was just yesterday. We were talking about uh, the elections and Trump and, and Biden. And uh, sadly, he made a very good point. He said that the, the mentality of humanity now, of, of the country, is so entrenched into, you know, hating one party or hating the other party that it's almost like even if one of those guys was God's gift to man, I'm not saying they are, but even if one of them was, they're such um, 
dislike towards that individual that we'd almost be better off. Let's just find somebody new. Uh, let's find a couple of good candidates from both sides and run them and, and maybe start fresh, uh, which is a very interesting thing. Um, also now, well, we can get into religion. We've talked about that. But again, religion becomes the same way. What Just as I was talking about a minute ago, being righteous and holy. We have our ideas of what that means, and our heels are so dug in that, that even introducing the idea that, hey, there's this idea of natural law. Um, uh, what, what, what is that that they say, you know, um, You know, God is the one that gives us our freedom, not the government, you know. Um, and that's, get, that's getting closer to the idea that there's just natural law. There, there are ways of being as human beings that are just natural, inherent to our very nature. And a, a, a government that governs, governs well supports that process. It doesn't try to say that, you know, the government creates the laws. Um, uh, but we're so far away from, okay, what does that really mean? What, what does it really mean? What is nature really? If, if we were functioning in harmony with nature, what would that really look like? And then we get off on la la land tangents with it. And, oh, you know, uh, I don't want to repeat this stuff that, well, it's, you know, what's that expression that, you know, from a Bob Dylan song, I think it was, if dogs run free, why can't we? I mean, that's not natural law. You know, there's a certain dignity and decorum in that. But we're so far from comprehending that, that we would rather think that there's a set of rules that, you know, and we abide by those rules. And that's what it means to function in court with natural law. Because if we uh, turn ourselves over to our own nature, who knows what it could be? Kind of like that African queen movie with Bogart and Catherine Hepburn when Bogart was this rough, tumbled guy and uh, Catherine Hepburn was very proper and dignified. And uh, he said, well, she was criticizing him for drinking, I think it was. And he said, well, it's just my nature. And she said, your nature, sir, is what you've come to this earth to overcome. I mean, what a horrible notion. Our nature is divine, you know, but we're just not hanging on to that very well at all. You know, we just move into other, other worldviews, you know, and we cling to the worldviews that we've been indoctrinated into, and that's it. Now, there's this TV series, uh, and it's actually quite interesting. It's called Ancient Aliens, and they attribute almost everything good about ancient times to so the aliens came here and landed and uh, gave us all this knowledge. First of all, you know, aliens, this universe is huge. There are other species out there that are very advanced. People debate whether or not they've actually visited this earth, and people give different arguments based on our current level of understanding of why it's not possible because they're too far away. Uh, but that's based on our current level of understanding. And, and, and again, we become... Our perspective, our worldview is the right one. Every culture thinks that. Every society thinks that throughout history. Everybody has thought that. You know, the Vikings thought that. And, you know, 
Um, Genghis Khan thought that, you know, everybody thought that. And, and we think that today, you know, we're not really, really able to get past the level of our technological advancement in any really, really, I mean, majorly significant way uh, to entertain the possibility that, hey, maybe that technology is there and maybe people have it. Maybe they have landed here. But the point is that we also radically understand ancient cultures. They're starting to discover now. There's, we thought civilization started a few thousand years ago, 5,000 years ago with the Sumerians or whatever. Now they're discovering incredible sites. Um, Punapunka, uh, Punku, uh, how do you say it? Pumapunku. Uh, Tawanaku, which is Tiwakano. Uh, people pronounce these things different. Um, but the point is that those things were constructed in a manner that we can't even begin to understand the, the detail of the laser-like precision of the cutting of the stones and the 200-ton blocks and all this. We don't know how they did it. But instead of saying, okay, there was an ancient civilization that knew things that we don't know, we're more inclined to uh, uh, say the ancient aliens, aliens landed thousands of years ago and gave us that knowledge. And it's not, I'm not interested in debating, well, was it the aliens or did they have ancient technologies? I'm saying that we, we become so egocentric and so uh, egotistical about, you know, what we think we know right now. And we're living in a very small world. And that applies across the board. But the thing is that that whole thing is now shaking at the rafters. People are seeing... Too much on the internet and too many different insights and television programs. And it's becoming obvious that we don't really have nearly the answers that we think we do. And we don't have to, to become great. We will become greater when a little humility kicks in. Humility is the flip side of wisdom. It's okay to say we don't know and, and, and to move forward. And you know, I've heard it said that, oh, well, if there ever did turn out to be ancient, you know, aliens from other planets that would completely blow Christianity out of the water. What are they talking about? It would expand our appreciation of religion. It would expand our appreciation of Christianity. It would expand our understanding of what the Christ, Chaitanya, Bhavatitam, what that really means and how vastly more all-encompassing it is than what we even comprehended, you see? Um, another thing about gods and the gods and the angels and the fairies and all that stuff, you know, Pele, the, the volcano in Hawaii is erupting and they talk about the goddess Pele. How do we... If we're just innocent, and what I mean by innocent, I mean if we're just not so indoctrinated by the narrow view that, that we've been conditioned to see things as, if we're just innocent, in other words, if we allow the, the greater nature, the expanded nature of, of what it means to be human, what it means to be living in harmony with nature, then it becomes really obvious 
that, yeah, there's a personified correlate to that volcano. There's a personified correlate to a cloud. There's a personified correlate to a tree. Personified correlates are all over the place. And like, like these different myths that talk about where, how the earth started. I mean, you know, the Hopis have theirs and the Hindus have theirs. And there's, the thing is, those are all superimposed, simultaneously valid, but contradictory slices through the same one pie. It's not like one's right and the other's wrong. I'm not saying that all those myths are, are valid. Some myths are not just make-believe, they're real. But there are uh, many, many that are real. But again, we have a narrow, limited view of things that compromises our ability and our, or our willingness to even comprehend that, even imagine that. And it's a shame. It's a shame. But now what is happening? You know, this all can sound like, oh, what a horrible time it is. And we're living in such a tragic time. People don't believe in miracles. If you, And what even is a miracle? A miracle is just an implementation of a technology that we have no comprehension of. Like Einstein said, there's only two ways to look at miracles. Either nothing is a miracle or everything is. And what, what was it? Either nothing is a miracle or everything is a miracle. Yeah. Um, there are things, and there is knowledge out there, things that we cause, call miracles. But we need to become open. That's one thing, great thing about living in India for a while and seeing some of the things that I saw and, and uh, even that group of people from that mountain in the Himalayas where nobody can go. Uh, and then these people from that mountain appear to these Kumbh Melas once every 12 years or whatever. They don't know how they got there. They don't see them traveling. They just kind of appear. And anyway, these are all tangents, and I have tons of those things. I could maybe we should do a podcast sometime about all the incredible things. At any rate, and then and then it gets off on superstition. Uh, and again, there's there's uh, expanding your awareness, expanding your openness, and there's also going off on la la land tangents, and all too often. Once people start to open to something deeper, then they go off on tangents and then they're off and running and, and they're gone. They're just gone. They're, they're just la-la land bogus, you know. At any rate, what is good is that with the whole, on all levels, political, geopolitical, international, financial, uh, moral, all these different levels, things have gotten so crazy across the board that what's happening now is people are taking a step back and saying, wait a minute, this is nuts. We've got to get back to the roots. We've been way out on a limb. We got to work away cl a little closer to the trunk, to mother nature, uh, and start to get a more realistic relationship with where morality comes from. Bhavati Tam, Chaitanya, the Christ, uh, where principles economics come from, what it means to educate our children, what it means and, and, and how to do that wisely. It's not just a no holds barred. And the good news is that's what's happening. I've got an article and we're trying to figure out how to post it. Scotty, maybe you know better. Did you see that? It's a big long article from a Jodashi that's just outstanding 
Oh, yeah. And uh, uh, you're going to have to figure out a way to get that posted because I think it's too long for the blog, Scotty. Okay. I'll try. All right. And you can work with Mary on that in the office, okay? And 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 we'll get that thing posted. Um, but you ought to read it, really. Uh, MichaelMamas.net in, in today's post, uh, uh, and it'll be up for a long time. Uh, you'll see it listed there. And do take time to read that article. It's super. And then there's also Hans Dikas, who I've talked about in the past. He's that numerologist, incredible, completely, you know, unrelated to what we're talking about here in Jyotish and stuff. But nevertheless, it corresponds beautifully to the article and what we've been saying about phase transition going on and 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 how he was saying that a thousand years from now, they're going to look back at this time as a time of transition from an era of complete oblivion to a era of, you know, a golden age, an enlightened age. And I think the amazing thing is that these things so correlate that they're so not connected. Uh, And of course, Lord Krishna telling Mother Divine, and then you've got that, 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 you know, at this time, 5,000 years ago, he said in 5,000 years, that was going to happen. And then you've got the Mayan calendar, and they're trying to understand what does it mean, you know, when it ended and starts a new phase transition. Uh, so there's so much that supports it, but we can forget all of that and just look at it as common sense. The world has gone nuts. People are seeing it. The grassroots know it. It's not going to last much longer. Over the next couple of years or whatever, there's going to be a transition to a golden age where things make sense, where things are healthy, where people prosper. And I know that it's tough for a lot of people these past couple of years and the next year or two, but, but hang in there because the, the reality, and in retrospect, we will realize we are so fortunate to live at this time because we will see the transition from oblivion to an age of wisdom and enlightenment. Hmm? Okay, Scotty, anything else? No, I think you said it. Okie doke. Thanks, everybody, for listening. Hope you enjoyed the podcast. Do read that article when it comes up. Scotty will figure out a way to get it posted. It might be in the comments, or I don't know how we're going to let you know. But, you know, all these blogs at michaelmamas.net, we have a place where there are comments. And if nothing else, the instructions how to find that article will be posted there. All right, we'll let you know, and thanks so much for listening.